I spoke before about portion control, and this is something else that is really frustrating for me to try and look into, is that I get a lot of mixed results, is about gut and feeling the food we eat. Fermented food has been championed for being something that helps regulate how we feel. It's like if you eat and drink a lot of junk food, the toxins will get in your body and you feel terrible. But how much does the gut really control our psychological makeup? How does it make us feel, our mental health? I don't really want to believe that some bacteria in my gut is making me feel happy or sad. But if that's the case, I'm going to try and get to the bottom of this, and I want to know. So I'm still a few days away, and I'm a little bit late on getting this thing together, but... In the meantime, I bought some fermented food. I'm going to see how keeping that in my diet is going to change. Trying to keep a balance, whatever the food groups are without meat, replacing meat with just plant-based protein, seeing what that looks like. I've gotten rid of dairy. Haven't missed it. But to be honest, like some of these food groups, I'm saying this personally, have been easier for me to cut than I expect for anybody else. Just because I always had those foods when I ate out, but now that eating out is no longer an opportunity, it really hasn't changed a lot of my habits because I forget. I don't really go out of my way to buy cheese. I don't go out of my way to buy yogurt. go out of my way to buy steak. I love steak. I love meat. I love dairy. But I always had it when going out. Part of my goal for this blog is to not only understand what it means for my physical health, when it comes to exercise, but my physical and mental health results when it comes to what I eat and the things that I put in my body. And what is a pretty good base combination of things I can build off of. This is something people really don't talk about. They talk about our food groups. They talk about different recipes one-on-one. They're like, these are things you should shop for, but kind of like, what is the right combination of food that we should have that compromises protein, fiber, carbohydrates, sugar, salt, all anything that we need to have in our body to make it run well that we can build off of. And this is a chart that I'm going to try and build. But at the same time, that's not enough. I need to understand how some of these foods interact with our body, how they're going to make me feel. Am I going to feel terrible and upset? Am I going to be feeling like I need to go to the bathroom more often than I should? Will I be bedridden because I ate something too spicy? It is a complex thing. And I don't think it really depends. It really, like, there is a baseline. These are the base foods that you can eat without subjecting your body to actual self-inflicted torture. So when I figure this out, I'm going to upload my findings to my website. And I'm going to continue to work on this. So the first thing I post won't be comprehensive, will be a starting point. I've already identified a few things. I need to do some more personal research. I need to consult with some more people that do this for a living. And at the same time, take what they say with a grain of salt. Because they do it for a job. It's their goal to be the person that we all have to rely on to think about what we put inside our bodies. This should be a human right. We should be able to know easily 
what is a safe combination of food and how to buy it, how to store it, how to prepare it, and not worry about what's going to happen to us afterwards. Thank you. This is day seven. And when I get more information, I will make it available. So thank you for keeping up with me and more to come.